0: you <laughs> hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout women's lives. So Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. Any woman with symptoms of hormonal imbalances can take it, but it's perfect for those horrible menopause symptoms that put a woman's life on hold. Hot flashes and night sweats, racing thoughts and low moods, poor sleep and feeling tired all the time. For a limited time, you can get 15% off on your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code CHAT at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code CHAT for 15% off today hey there welcome back to therapy chat i'm your host laura Reagan, lcswc and this week i'm excited to be interviewing cat love who is a website designer and consultant cat love founder of catlove.com builds and designs websites to help psychotherapists grow their practices online presence Kat's appreciation of therapists stems from the powerful healing that therapists helped her achieve following childhood sexual abuse and neglect. Kat helps psychotherapists turn their next website visitor into their next client through empathy-based, compassionate website design. I hope you'll enjoy our discussion. I found it really interesting and powerful, and I hope you will too. Kat spoke with me all the way from Greece, and she gives some very interesting perspectives on how websites can help therapists, what are some of the things that prevent therapists from wanting to make a website, and she talks about the part that to me was the most interesting is some of the mindset blocks that get in our way when we're thinking about developing a website and writing copy for it. So let's go ahead and get started. With my interview with Kat Love. Enjoy. Hi, welcome back to Therapy Chat. Today I'm excited, as part of the practice building series, to have a very special guest. Kat Love is with me today to talk about the power of a website for helping therapists build our practices. So, Kat, thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Laura.
0: Now you're definitely my farthest, furthest, however you say it, um, international connection because you're in Greece right now.
1: Yes, I am. <laughs>
0: which is very cool. And I'm over here in Maryland in the US and um I I saw on your website the beautiful video of the island you live on. I was very I admit, I was a little jealous for a moment and just, you know, sort of living vicariously through you that you get to have your home in such a beautiful space.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, you should come for a visit. I
0: would like to do that. I would really (laughs) like that very much. So Kat, can you just talk a little bit about yourself and also about what you do in your business?
1: Yeah, sure. I am a web designer and I specialize in helping psychotherapists get themselves online and usually through web design, website strategy, and I also do website builds, so some of the code and um, putting the pieces together.
0: So you could help someone build their website from start to finish, is that right?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. So um, I, there a lot can go into a website. Um, so I, what, what I don't do is I don't do copywriting. So that's also a big piece of it, um, which um, I can work with you or with a copywriter that you hire to um, kind of take care of that piece. And then from there, we base a website design around the content that you have and your solutions that you're offering.
0: Awesome. So, um, when I talked to therapists kind of locally and just, I mean, a lot of the therapists I know, I know on from online, but the ones I talk talked to locally who are like, well, how did you build your practice to where it is now? Of course it's, you know, growing and evolving and I I'll say, well, do you have a website? And they're like a website? Like, why would I want? Why would I need a website? You know, so (laughs) (laughs) I think a lot of us therapists can be really like uncomfortable with that idea. So what are some of the benefits to therapists of just having a basic website?
1: Yeah. No, I totally hear that. I've also seen a lot of not only therapists, but like small businesses kind of hesitant to um, take that step to put themselves out there online. But it's important to remember that a website is really an awesome tool for communication. So the overarching idea behind a psychotherapy website is that you can communicate with the world audience. Um, And so In terms of marketing online as well, websites are the central part of it. It's almost like your heart. Everything that you would like to do in terms of online marketing is going to circulate back to that heart. So, um, you know, things like... um, doing any SEO, doing any social media marketing, um, trying to get yourself into the media. um, All of those things are going to circulate back. And I kind of also think of it as the heart of your online marketing because it's also a really great place to show your empathy and to be generous with um, what you know and Um, towards your ideal client. It's a great platform for blogging and content marketing and sharing, you know, some of your expertise with people for free. And um, in so doing, it also helps you grow.
0: Yeah. So what would you tell therapists who think that um, having a website is not really necessary for people finding them? Online or, um, you know, expecting to be able to build a business without having a website or an online presence.
1: To be honest, there there might be some cases in which you don't need a website and you don't need an online presence. It, it's it's highly highly specific to to who you are as like a who you are as a private practitioner. If you are like if you 110% just want to do, you know, face-to-face community marketing, if you have um, referrals that are already, you know, making you into this like huge full practice, then, you know, you can take the gamble and not, you know, invest in online marketing. But the thing with online marketing is it helps, it really helps increase your visibility. And it also is kind of, um it's the way of the future in terms of the way that people find services and, um, and make referrals as well, right? So if they're like, oh, I know this great therapist. Her name is Laura. Um, they might give your name and then people are usually going to go and like – whip out their iphone or go go onto their laptop and just type in your name and see what comes up and if you don't have that that online visibility or um or like a website that shows who you are and what you stand for and how you can help then it you are missing out on some of that uh, those opportunities for people to find you and see what you do
0: Yeah. I see what you're saying there. Um, I mean, what you said about, um, whipping out your phone and looking the person up for sure. I mean, if someone says, I know this great restaurant, I'm going to look the restaurant up. If someone says, um, I love my doctor, I'm going to look up their practice. If someone says, um, you know, you should try this new aromatherapy brand, I'm going to look it up. So I don't, For me, maybe I'm a control freak, but I like to have as much information as I can about anything I'm going to get involved with so I can see if I think. I mean, I trust my friends' opinions, but we're all different. (laughs) So what they value Mm -hmm. and what I value might be different. Um, So, yeah, I can definitely see that. And um, how would you say having a website helps clients find us? And what do you think are some of the barriers um, to being found on a website that therapists might have?
1: Yeah, I think in terms of how it helps clients find you is, again, it's like the, the search of like, if your friend gives um, you a referral for someone or your doctor or whoever um, in the community, you are going to Google them. So like having your website is going to help in that Instance. Another instance that it can help in uh, is um, something called like a local search result. So if you have put time and effort into making your website um, have information about where you're located and you're also putting yourself out there in different uh, directories and getting citations online, then it means that Google will also um, recognize like, hey, this is Laura, she has a therapy practice. And if somebody in your local area is searching for, um, you know, a therapist in, um, in your area, you're more likely to come up in those search results as well. So that's another, um, another way that people can find you is through something called local SEO. Um, another way that, ther- that it can help clients find you is through um things like guest blogging and um you know putting yourself out there in social media um people will can share what you're doing like if you have a really awesome blog post that's really helpful and educational or inspirational Um, That type of content has the potential to be shared. And um, so it's essentially like people are selling you for you. (laughs) You don't even have to, you know, go out there and be like a salesman or something like that. You can just provide – you can do what you naturally do. You can just help people through your content and that will help you gain visibility.
0: Yeah. What you just said about sharing blog posts and stuff like I hear therapists talking about, oh, blogging is important. And um, I know that it is. But what I notice more and more is blogging for me, when I write a blog post, it might be helpful to bringing people to my website. But the information that's in the blog post is something that I'm writing because I'm hoping it'll be helpful to people. And I want people to share it because I want it to help people. So if you think about a blog post being shared like 5000 times, which I know that's not every blog post, but that that happens, it happens a lot. Um, You know, that's 5000 readers, or more who have potentially gained wisdom, insight, some kind of knowledge from reading what we wrote. And, and that as a therapist is very powerful to know that you know we help people one on one, but being able to help more people using the internet is a a very powerful um, kind of gift that we have right now in in this twenty first century with our current technology to be able to really get the word out there that way and I think that sometimes um us therapists can be really shy about sharing our message. But if you look at it that way, it's another, you know, a different perspective, making it not all about how I'm too shy, but who, who can I help?
1: Yes, yes, I totally agree with you. I think it it is hard to put yourself out there. Um, But when you when you get over that fear and you start doing it you will come to a place where you realize it's not about you it's not like this spotlight effect where you're like oh my god like kind of like going to a yoga class where you're like oh my god or like for the first time you know mm-hmm. and you're so scared because you're like oh everyone's going to be looking at me and they're going to be concerned about like oh i'm not going to be as flexible as everybody else but you go to the yoga class and you're you're, you know, in this crazy pose and you look around and you realize nobody is looking at you, you know, but you're having this great experience. And I think with blogging, it's kind of similar. It's like you can have this great experience, um, be in this community space and contribute with your presence and with what you know and what you have to offer everyone. And it's it's not really um it's not it's not about you. It's about yeah, the gift that you are sharing with the world.
0: Right, the person who's reading it isn't necessarily reading it and going, "Oh boy, this writer was so stupid. They don't know what they're talking about. blah blah blah. I disagree." More so, they can be saying, "Oh, this is helpful to me." Or if they don't think it's helpful, they just don't read it. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah, yeah. It's no big deal.
1: So Yeah, totally.
0: What would you say are some of the things that hold therapists back from building websites?
1: Um, I th- yeah, I think it does go back to that fear that we were just talking about. You know, you have to really put yourself out there to build that first website, um, to start blogging or um, yeah, just to put yourself out there can feel very vulnerable. Um, and I do think it also comes back to fears of things like technology, fear in investing into marketing assets, um, fear of mark of of investing into yourself. Um, I actually know for myself as someone who runs a web design business, it's been really hard sometimes to invest um, because I I struggle with self worth, and so I feel like I've also. S- recognized and witnessed that and some therapists as well it's difficult to believe in yourself and in your practice and that it's worth investing into you know you have to take that um take that step of of believing in yourself and that can be hard to do
0: that is so hard and I think you know you really touched on something that resonates for me about entrepreneurship and being a business owner, it really pushes your, it pushes us out of our comfort zone. And, you know, to say, Hey, look at me, I have something to offer. You know, it's kind of like, I'm saying, talk about vulnerability. It's like, I'm saying, I have something to offer you like, I may be able to do something for you. What if you don't think I can or what if I'm not sure I can,
1: (laughs) you know? Yeah, totally. Exactly.
0: But that can really, I also agree with what you said about people not wanting to invest into marketing. Like I'll hear a lot of therapists talking in some of our online groups. I know you're in some of these groups too, where people will say, what are the free services for this? And what are the free services for that? And there's a lot of good free stuff. So that's not bad, but, If you're afraid to spend any money on your business or you feel like, you know, I mean, I'll tell my friends, like, you have to spend money to make money.
1: Yes, you do.
0: Yeah, if you're going to do things, you know, like, I, I started out with a free Vistaprint website, or I was gonna do a free Vistaprint website. But then when I saw that the website name would not be just my name but it would have Vistaprint in it I was like is that how I want to present myself professionally you know and then I went from there to after having that website for like two years or so almost two years I, I went to a Squarespace website which you know I can do myself and but again I think Squarespace has a free version but Again, It's going to say Squarespace in the website name. So what kind of business um, impression are you trying to create?
1: Yeah, totally.
0: So for people who do have those websites that are through other services, do you help with web design for those? Or is your web design specifically in a certain, um, what would you call it, platform?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the... Most of the options that you mentioned, like Squarespace, and I, i'm I'm not even that familiar with Vistaprint, but um, a lot of those kind of level website builders are more of a DIY type mm-hmm. of a thing. So those would be things to explore if you don't want to learn website design skills and you don't want to learn website development skills or you can't yet. You know maybe you're just starting out um, and. Uh, yeah, so th- those aren't usually ones that you would need to hire a professional to help you with. I mean, unless you wanted to do consultancy around things like SEO, um, keyword research, um, getting content planning, like planning out your navigation. And those types of things, I, I do do offer like a one-hour consultation service, which I can help with like, you know, kind of more strategic things, Um well, around it's good that, to know
0: but. because I'm sorry, but I, yes, I am a do it yourselfer but sometimes I'm like, what am I doing? I mean, <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, it's like, how should this look and is this right? And, um, so knowing that there, that you also consult just on specific things, like, I mean, SEO, I've had someone help me with that. And I mean, it's, you can do it yourself, but it can be really overwhelming and when you're trying to build your business and just do the day-to-day work and all the administrative stuff, sometimes it's just nice to outsource it.
1: Right. Yeah. Your your most valuable asset in your business is your time. So if you have um, many things to do, you are going to have that choice at some point of, okay, what do I want to outsource and what do I want to take on myself?
0: Yeah. So what platform do you work in? Is there a specific one or does it just you can design a website for anyone who's not using a do it yourself?
1: Uh yeah, I mean I I specifically work with uh WordPress self-hosted, so wordpress.org, um self-hosted and um yeah, I mean I I feel like it's a great Solution for most private practices. If you're small and just starting out, or if you're a more advanced, it has the ability to scale with your private practice. So I think it's good to get started on it early, as you as early as you can, and then um, and the benefit of doing that is you start learning something, you start learning a framework. Um, that is going to grow as your private practice grows, because hopefully you're in it for the long haul, and it's not just a over you know one year and you're going to go back to the agency job.
0: <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, I can't imagine like you know being going from being self-employed to going back to um, and you know working for someone else. Although I've had wonderful experiences in those jobs, but I love being a business owner, and even though with all the scary parts and the I always say entrepreneurship is an emotional roller coaster um it's still worth it to to have that independence I love it yeah so listen up all you people who are thinking about going into private practice and you're scared it's worth it (laughs) (laughs) it's so worth it it is so Kat um you know, we were talking about SEO, and I said platform, which is even I'm not sure if that's the right term. I think a lot of us therapists are completely uncomfortable with technical, uh, technological terminology, and, um, you know, also depending on what generation were we are in, some of us are digital natives and others of us, it's completely new to learn about using computers. So what would you say to therapists who feel fearful about technology?
1: Yeah, no, I've totally seen this happen. It's like a really big obstacle for a lot of therapists. Um, But I'll also say that it's difficult for me to answer because I'm I'm of that generation that was you know, raised with technology. I had a computer in my house when I was like, you know, seven or eight. So, um, but that said, I mean, I think in terms of overcoming fears in general, it's one big important step is to kind of be conscious of what's really going on, like kind of underneath all of those layers. Um, kind of like what our friend, uh, Carrie Nola might say, you know, like look into what's going on in the shadows. Um mm you might find that you're not really scared of the technology itself, but you're rather scared of uh, failing or you're scared of not looking intelligent or, Mm. you know, scared of, you know, making a mistake or something like that. And I think that once you kind of realize where the fear might be actually coming from, you can move on to the next step, which is just about um, exposing yourself in small steps to practicing technology tasks. And, um, and, yeah, and it's just, it's more so, it more so becomes an, a question of of what it is to do to build up your confidence. And, um, yeah, it's it's easier when you know, like, oh, you know, I'm probably feeling r- really fearful around this because I'm scared of failing. And then you can, you know, name it, call it out, and then you can actually spend time diving into, a, you know, like a step-by-step. Step of like one thing at a time. Um, because you're you are totally smart enough and capable capable enough to figure out all of this technology stuff if you have enough time to do so. So um yeah, that's that's kind of what I would say around that.
0: Therapists, we've all had that moment. You wake up in the middle of the night, oh my gosh, did I do my notes? Well, you don't have to worry about that anymore when you use therapy notes. Therapy notes makes it easy to write your notes, get them done quickly, but thoroughly. My group practice has used therapy notes for six years, and everyone always finds it easy to use. But the best thing is, if you do need help, you can call their customer service number and a person answers the phone. And anytime I've ever had to use it, which is maybe three times in the past six years, my issue has been resolved easily with a cheerful demeanor in 15 minutes or less. So I highly recommend Therapy Notes. And don't forget, go to therapynotes.com and use promo code chat to get two free months. The Institute for Creative Mindfulness is the EMDR therapy training brainchild of Dr. Jamie Marriage, a clinician and author who is on a mission to confront stigma around mental health, trauma, and dissociation. The Institute, informed by Jamie's work, teaches a somatic, expressive, Bottom up approach to EMDR therapy that does not treat dissociation like a dirty word. ICM empowers their students to navigate dissociation as a normal response to trauma and stress when it shows up. Dr. Jamie Marich is out and proud on various levels about her own recovery and is a strong believer in the healing capacities of EMDR therapy and helping our clients to heal from the impact of trauma. I and two of my team members have been trained by the Institute for Creative Mindfulness directly with Jamie, and I was impressed with how dissociation really was treated as just a normal aspect of trauma therapy work, which it is. Both Jamie and the consultants were matter of fact about if and when dissociation arises, it's okay, it's normal, and here's how you can help the client in that situation. The Institute for Creative Mindfulness is offering a coupon code to save 15% off any program offered by ICM. This includes their EMDR therapy basic training programs and a wide variety of their home study, advanced topics, and other CE offerings. Go to instituteforcreativemindfulness.com and use promo code 15OFF for listeners. There's a link in the show notes. You can copy the promo code and use the link right there in the show notes to make it easy. know that small actions can make a big difference in our lives. I know for me, I can be in a terrible mood, go out somewhere and see a stranger, make eye contact and just smile at them and find suddenly I feel good. Whether it's practicing mindfulness a few minutes each day, movement practices, small actions can have big benefits like how taking care of your gut can support whole body health. Seeds DSO-1 daily symbiotic benefits your gut, skin, and heart health in just two little capsules a day. Your body is an ecosystem and great health starts in the gut. Your gut is a central hub for various pathways through the body and a healthy gut microbiome means benefits for digestion, skin health, heart health, our immune systems, and more. Trust your gut with Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com living and use code 25living to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com living code 25living. Yeah, it's a really you you for me, you hit the nail on the head when you said um, looking like we don't know. I think for therapists, we like being the ones with the answers. <laughs> we like to know uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> We like people to say, what should I do? What do you think? Like, of course, we're, we don't give advice like that, but it's it's a powerful feeling to be someone who has the knowledge and skills to help someone else when that person is feeling very overwhelmed. So we don't like being the ones who feel overwhelmed and scared. I mean, no one really likes that. But um, that hit home for me with, you know, it's like, whenever it's something we don't know how to do, it's like, Oh, this is too hard. I, I don't like it. This is uncomfortable, you know, Yeah, no,
1: it is totally uncomfortable. But yeah, I mean, looking into that discomfort and just saying, okay, yeah, I'm uncomfortable right now. You know, it's like, feel, feel the fear and do it anyway.
0: Exactly. Lean in, as they say, lean into the Mm -hmm. fear. (laughs) We've got all the (laughs) catchphrases. So um, how can working with a website designer help therapists connect with clients?
1: Uh, that's a really good question. I think that website designers at the core of what they do is visual communication. So like when you're working with a website designer, what they're actually doing is helping you communicate visually. So it's almost like they're translating your solution from, you know, words and, you know, concepts and they're translating it into visuals that will be able to be understood and felt by your website visitors. So um, that's kind of the overarching idea behind it. But I think, too, a great thing that a lot of website designers are doing now is also um, helping with things like website strategy so it's not only that design aspect of colors and layouts, but it's also about how you're going to invite website visitors to take the next step towards um, being a client. You know? So you, you don't just want website visitors, you want client clients. And so website designers are starting to be able to provide that support and guidance and consultancy around how to get that to happen.
0: Yeah, so we don't just want people to come to our website and look at it. We want them to understand that we are there to work with them and help them with their pain point and have them want to choose us.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just to make it really clear what it is that you do and how you can help.
0: Yeah, so that... Um, brings me to one of those technology terms, I think goes with this is, what is conversion? You know, they would say websites that convert, what does that mean?
1: Yeah, so conversion is basically just a fancy word for any instance in which a website visitor achieves a certain goal. And that goal is going to be based on your goals in private practice. Um, in terms of psychotherapy websites, some of the common conversions that you might be looking to make are maybe filling out an opt-in form for your to sign up for your email list if you're doing email marketing. Another conversion goal might be um, scheduling... Um, into your calendar for a free consultation Um, another conversion might be picking up the phone to call you and schedule that first session Um, yeah so that's that's conversion
0: okay so um, one of the things that you can do as a website designer is help use do web strategy or is that one of the things you do
1: Mm Mm-hmm. yeah yeah, so website strategy is making sure your um, website is meeting a, a goal. So it could, it, it, and it does have to do a lot of times with um, in, increasing conversions. Um, so that means being really cl- clarifying what it is that each page of your website is. Um, is doing and how to guide a website visitor around your website and kind of it's kind of like blazing a trail towards a conversion you know so taking someone from the home page to the about page to a contact page and then um making making it more easy for people to pick up the phone and make and call you for instance
0: i like that you just made it seem more simple even with what you just said. Oh, good. (laughs) (laughs) At least for me, something that, you know, I mean, sometimes it's like when you're thinking about what do I put on my website? What do I say? What's the format? Like, what's the, you know, it's like we're all in our American educational system. It's all about getting the right answer. So it's like, you know. What's, how is this supposed to be? What am I supposed to say? And, you know, does anybody have a template for how to do this? And, you know, really it's um, how to take the person through from A to maybe it's C or maybe it's Z where, you know, Z is they're making an appointment or they're reading a blog post that really is helpful to them or they're receiving your email newsletter so that they can keep up with what you're doing or all the different things, downloading, you know, content that we have on our websites, like eBooks and, um, I have guided meditations on my website and stuff like that. Podcast episodes like this one. (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: So, um, well, speaking of blog posts, and I talked about them a little bit earlier, but how does blogging help how does blogging help a therapist's website?
1: Blogging is a central piece of what we call content marketing, and content marketing is a form of marketing that is focused on sharing helpful, useful, insightful, inspirational content and using that to spread uh, awareness about what we do. Um, co- blogging also helps with search engine optimization because it helps grow your website in size and it means that there are more possible matches for search uh, search queries, so when somebody goes to Google and they type in you know um, trauma therapy or something like that, if you have content on your blog that has to do with trauma therapy, then you are increasing your likeliness of getting matched for that term um when you blog, so you know imagine each blog post could have a different term, so um that means that there's more chances that um, you'll be found by search engine optimization. (laughs) Um, Blogging also helps on the website itself with what we were talking about earlier in terms of conversion because part of a good website conversion strategy is is warming your leads. And what that basically means is... (laughs) People start to when they get exposed to your blogging when they can click around and read um, the helpful, valuable insights that you're sharing on your blog. Your website visitors have an opportunity to know and trust you, and they get to do this without you even you know being there in the room with them. They have this amazing space, your website and um can can start to know what you're all about and they start to get a a feeling for the way that you you might help them and how you and also the way that you understand them i think that validating where a, a website visitor is is also really important to making that conversion because um a lot of times our our website, a website visitor on a psychotherapy website, they feel alone, they don't feel like people really understand what they're going through. And that's one of the reasons they're looking for therapy is because they don't have this sense of, of hope, and they don't have this sense of being seen. So if you can do that through your blog, you know, why wouldn't you? That's like an awesome feeling to awesome feeling and an awesome gift to give to your website visitors. And it also helps them reach out to you.
0: Yeah. That's really true. I've, you know, there are certain websites that I've seen where I'm just like, oh my gosh, I want this person. I want to hear what they have to say. I want to learn from everything they have to teach. And it's just, it draws you in and it makes you want to go back. That's the kind of feeling that if if someone who's feeling really hopeless and, you know, wanting help, but fearing that there's no one to help them, and they come upon a therapist website that really speaks to them and they can walk in for that first appointment knowing this person is going to get me. They, you know, they understand the issue I'm dealing with and they will accept me just as I am and they know how to help me. It's such a comfort. Mm.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: It's like what you said about um just why wouldn't you want to share that? And that as therapists, since what we love doing is helping, um, instead of showing off or feeling like you're bragging about yourself or feeling like you're, oh, look at me, it's really what you're doing is helping that person connect with a the therapist that can help them, which is what they were hoping for when they were looking for a therapist to begin with, to find someone who really will be able to help them. So I love it.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So um, you've been talking a little bit about, you're using a little bit of marketing talk that (laughs) (laughs) I'm beginning to hear more often, but, you know, talking about content marketing and um, so, it sounds like that's part of the strategy that you use in helping people with websites. Am I right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I can give some guidance around um, around online marketing in general as well. I try to focus more on the website piece because that's where my expertise really lays, but um, – but it has to fit into to a larger online marketing strategy and also your offline marketing strategy influences your website strategy as well. Like what you're doing in terms of networking face-to-face, you know. Um, a lot of people forget that your website is for your clients, but it's also for referrals. So you have to keep in mind the various audiences that you're trying to pull closer to you with your website as well. Mm,
0: that's a good point. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's one thing for it to be visually appealing, but it also has to, you know, have enough of the aspects of marketing that will make it effective in reaching the people you're trying to reach. So, I see that, you know, without that piece, it would be missing something when you're helping design websites.
1: Yeah, 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 for sure.
0: So... For a therapist who's listening to this, um, how can they know if they need help with their website?
1: Oh, that's a good question. So (laughs) (laughs) I think that there are kind of two types of therapists that I've seen really benefit from working with a professional designer. Um, I mean, if you want to DIY your website, I'm the first person that will be cheering you on and helping you and like, email me, I'll send you tips, I'll send you articles you should read. Like if you're a DIY, that's totally cool. Um, um, It's a great way for a lot of practitioners to start, especially if you have a lot of, Time and not a lot of money. Um, So you might be one of those people who's more interested in just learning some skills for yourself. Um, So yeah, that's that's kind of someone who may not need a website designer. But the types that, you know, the therapists that do need a website designer, they're usually in, in one of two places. One place that a therapist might decide to use a designer is when They start feeling really overwhelmed and they have like a super full plate, like kind of what you were mentioning earlier with like you have all of your business administration stuff, you have your family. Face-to-face clients that you need to um, have time and space to serve, um, and sometimes all of this stuff and and all of your marketing activities. I mean, it's not just a website when you're when you're doing marketing for a private practice. There's a lot more um, marketing that goes into it. So if you have a super full plate, you're overwhelmed, um, and you don't have the time and energy to learn design and development, then uh, you might consider hiring out um, the web design, uh, and website piece of your marketing. Um, the other place that I've seen a lot of therapists need, um, or appreciate a web design, a professional web designer is when they are trying to level up their business. So this is usually like two to three years in, um, solo practice, or maybe they're moving into a group practice or starting their own group practice. Um, a lot of times they've already done a DIY website in the past and they've, they realize it's like it's, it does take a sizable investment of time and um, they are ready to kind of just have something that's more professional, that's more strategic, and that has a better uh, rate of getting clients in and they don't want to have to do all that work themselves and they appreciate a lot of times having a professional designer by their side for that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I can see that because, you know, at the point I'm in now, I'm starting my, I guess I'm just celebrating the anniversary of my third year in private practice. So I guess I'm starting my fourth year Um, and I have been a do-it-myselfer. But as my practice continues to grow, I'm definitely not going to be able to do everything on my own as it keeps going. So, you know, if I, if I develop a group practice and I'll need to make a lot of changes to my website and if that's the case for do it yourselfers, is it possible to use what's already been done and, and have it all um, like transfer over into a new website, working with a web designer?
1: Um, yes. And no, I think the benefit if y- of having had a website before you work with a website designer is you're already familiar with a lot of the things that you'll need on a website. So instead of going from, you know, not having had a website and never having had a website and needing to kind of learn about the more basic things like, oh, what kind of information goes on my contact page? Um, You've already put, invested a lot of time and thought into that. And that, that's probably the most valuable thing, um, that, that someone that's going from a DIY to working with a designer has is they have that background in, you know, okay, I, this is, you know, my current website, this is what's working for me. This is what I have experienced um, before. Um, Another great thing that you have going for you, if you've been doing DIYs, you might have some metrics on um, around or analytics on what it is that has been working and what hasn't been working in terms of getting traffic onto your site and in terms of how people interact with your site. So you can use all of this kind of, you can use all of your experience and all of your knowledge and um, all of what you've learned about putting yourself out there online and that will really be a huge value in working with a designer. Um, But in terms of like just the technical aspect of, you know, going from a DIY option to maybe something like WordPress, it's not, um, there's not really a way to easily migrate things like design. Mm. So um, a lot of times like design and code and builds, that's going to have to be new. In some cases, with some platforms, you can import content over. Like I know Squarespace, um, you can uh, easily import um, or you can export your content from Squarespace and then import that into a WordPress op- um WordPress website for instance so that's Whew. something that's an option I'm relieved there. to hear that <laughs> <laughs> yeah so like things like your blog posts and stuff you're not going to have to go and like do some ma- massive data entry where you're like copying and pasting and like you know re reblogging all of your blog posts so that's the that's the nice thing about one of the nice things about going from Squarespace to WordPress I'm not sure that that option is there for other website builders though so you would want um, to you'd have to research that if if a listener is going from something else.
0: Yeah. Um, When I transitioned to Squarespace, I had to, you know, whatever blog posts I wanted to save, I had to, basically I was starting over. I was copying and pasting and then redoing the blog posts. But at that point I was like, how much of this do I even really care about saving? And I just kind of started fresh. But yeah, once you've been doing it for a while with the do-it-yourself option, you don't want to lose all the, you know, stuff you've created if you can help it, you know, if it was good stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, totally. Yeah, there's a way to, to, you know, it might come down to copying and pasting, but you can definitely still re reuse your, your content from your previous site. And I like how you use it as an opportunity to audit. Like you went through and you were like, okay, well... I was thinking about putting this on my new site, but it turns out that it wasn't that effective. And so you made the decision in some cases just to not include that content.
0: Exactly. Well, Kat, this has been so helpful and I hope that our listeners will gain a lot of inspiration from hearing you talk about how websites can be useful for therapists and where can people find more of what you're doing and, and learn more from you. People want to work with you or they want to learn more about your work. And, you know, I think you have content on your website that's probably helpful, even if people don't need to work with a web designer directly, but I'm not sure. So let us know where we can find more of what you're doing.
1: Yes. So you can find me at catlove.com, K A T L O V E.com. And I also do have a blog with tons of great information to help therapists, even if you're not working with a pre- professional designer, or if you are. Um, hopefully, there are some good articles there, there for you. Catlove.com backslash blog. Um, and I'm also on Twitter at catlove design.
0: Awesome. I remember that's K A T.
1: Yes. Mm K-A-T.
0: Kat, thank you so much for connecting with me today and being here on Therapy Chat all the way from Greece. I really am so glad we could make this work. And I think that people are going to find it really helpful.
1: I hope so too. Thank you so much, Laura, for having me.
0: Try Therapy Notes, the number one rated electronic health record system available today. I hope you enjoyed my interview with Cat Love on building a website that speaks to your ideal client in a way that they understand how you're there to help them. And about how we don't have to be afraid of showing up through what we put online about ourselves. Understanding how by creating websites that speak to our clients and help them know what we do It's a way for us to serve more people. You can find out more about what Cat Love is doing at catlove.com. That's K-A-T-L-O-V-E. And as always, please go to iTunes and leave a rating and review and subscribe if you enjoy the podcast. Subscribing will help you get all the latest episodes as soon as they're uploaded um, they'll show up on your phone or other device that you subscribe from. Thanks. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Therapy Chat Podcast with Laura Reagan, LCSWC. For more information, visit Laura's website at
1: com.